0: Hello and welcome to another episode of me talking to myself in my bedroom alone at night. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) welcome to another episode. I'm alone again for this episode. I made it sound so depressing when I said alone again. I could have just been like, I'm recording this alone. I actually like recording alone. Sounds fake, but it's true. Um, Maybe because I have so much practice talking to myself, but either way... Um I thought about starting a different podcast where I just like chat alone to myself about things that annoy me which would be everything. Um anyway, that's not what this is about obviously. Uh first, I would like to say thank you for your patience. Uh the last two weeks were pre-recorded which isn't usually what I do. Like I'm I'm a pretty last minute podcaster, I know. I wonder why like it's a surprise cuz this is so high quality. But <laughs> it's just like I don't know. Um I needed to have some stuff recorded while I went to Portland, which I did, and then I went home and I had a funeral, so I sort of had to get everything up and moving before I left, so that was cool, it was a fun little podcasting break, I have a lot of goals for this podcast next year, you can tell, because I'm doing nothing, no, just kidding, actually it's the end of the year, and usually that means no work, but it actually means a lot of work for me right now, which is surprising, but I need the money, because I'm broke as heck, so this is great. Anyway, I'm recording this now, and (laughs) side note, uh, Capulet Mag is my magazine. I was talking with Isabel about that last week. It just launched literally yesterday, well, your three days ago, but my yesterday, and you can check it out at capuletmag.com. It's basically a lip mag by women for women. I don't know why I said basically because that's what it is, and it's pretty cool, so check it out. In other news, I went to Portland about a week ago, Portland, Oregon, not Portland, Maine, or any other Portland I'm not aware of, and it was really cold, but also nice, (laughs) and that's my take on that. Um, Yeah, it was great. I loved it a lot. I love the Pacific Northwest, but now I'm back here in Orlando, and I'm not that mad about it, because it's not as cold, and it's not raining, and it's also sunny, and I always forget how much I really like the sun until I don't have the sun for like a week, and then I'm like, oh, the sun is pretty cool, so that was great, and I don't know why I'm telling you this unnecessary information, but hopefully it doesn't bore you, or maybe you skipped it. Either way, this will be a quicker episode, I think, because I don't have that much to talk about. Wow, I'm really selling this. Um, This is an episode on how to stay motivated and not lose your mind, which is relevant to my life because I often struggle with motivation and I'm always losing my mind. So I'm mostly making this up. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I'm actually a really productive person. That sounds like the worst. But anyway, in high school, I used to be so productive. I was this weirdo. Like, I don't know why I'm like this. It's, It's sort of a disease. But anyway... We had this thing at boarding school. I went to boarding school. I should, I don't know if I've ever talked about that, but I did. Not in like a, this girl needs to go to military school because she's a hoodlum, but like in a, she likes studying kind of way. Is that a thing? It's not really a thing where I'm from, but in in certain parts of the country, it's more common. I don't know. It was cool. Anyway, I went to a boarding school. Uh It wasn't like Zoe 101 though. Okay, weird side note. Anyway, I went to boarding school and every night we had to do this thing called study hall. Well, only on weeknights, but anyway, it was this thing where it's exactly what it sounds like. It was like two hours... To, I think it was from like 730 to 930, where you had to, which sounds like no time now, like if someone gave me two hours to just sit there and like read, I would be like, excuse me, this is great. But anyway, at the time, it was sort of annoying, but they basically just make you sit at your desk for two hours and get your work done. Unless you're me, I would always get my work done before study hall, which sort of defeated the entire purpose, because, like, what else was I supposed to do for the two hours? It's not like I was going to work ahead. So I would either study, or I would just read, like, recreationally, or I would watch a movie. Like, there was no internet. They would turn it off, so I had to do something. So I was just always, like, excited, and I would brag about how I finished my homework, like, before study hall. But even then, I would just sit there, so it was sort of like, jokes on you. But yeah, that was my life Uh, because I would always get work done in, like, the weird downtime, so if I had a class off, like, if I had a break in the day, I would do it. If I had, like, 20 minutes after lunch, I would do my work. Like, I was that kid. I was that girl, and I'm still that girl (laughs) in a lot of ways. Um, I get work done pretty fast. I don't usually need someone, like, standing there telling me to do it. Um, That's why I like working for myself, because when I had a real job, like, 9 to 5, I would finish my work and, like, an hour and then I would just sit there doing nothing so this is great anyway I rarely sit there doing nothing now because I always have other things going on and I do a lot of different projects so it's sort of like back and forth stuff to do so that doesn't happen much wow this is really focused and structured so today I'm going to talk about how you stay motivated and how you don't lose your mind because sometimes when you're blogging freelancing even just like looking for a job anything. You're just like, there's too much going on. And you don't know what to do. And you're confused. And you sort of hate it. And you're like, why am I doing this to myself? Should I have just worked at Starbucks? And you start to spiral out of control. And we all have these moments. And I think you should just accept them as a reality as like a millennial or whatever comes after millennials, which I keep forgetting Gen YZ Gen Z. Um, so don't don't be that way. <laughs> yes, just stop doing that okay anyway my first tip is to create a routine I did not do this for too long like I'm just starting a routine and this is coming from some girl who woke up at 10 a.m today like I, I set alarms for eight I set an alarm for nine I did not care I slept through them both I was supposed to go to the gym early in the morning and then have my whole day to get started working early, and you know what I'm doing instead? I'm recording this podcast at 9 p.m. and I'm still got work to do, and that's just where we are, and that's okay. Because yesterday I didn't really have much to do, so I didn't do very much yesterday. So now I'm making up for it, and that's all right. But anyway, you need a routine, so like have a general routine. It doesn't have to be crazy. I think one of the benefits of working your free. <laughs> I should edit that out, but I won't. Of working for yourself is that you can sort of do whatever you want within reason. So I mean, if you work better at nighttime, work at work at nighttime. I work better at nighttime. I hate that about myself. I wish I was a morning person. Um, if you work better in the morning, wake up early, get work done, have the whole day to do whatever. So just make a routine. For me, that routine is basically wake up around on a good day. It's around eight. But usually if I'm being honest, it is not eight. It's more like 10. But anyway, I wake up, between 8 and 10, I go to the gym, I eat breakfast at like noon. I, I hate myself. Um, and then I start working at about 1 or 2 p.m. I know that sounds really late, but also I work with a lot of clients in other time zones. So it's not really like a I have to be sitting by my desk, like waiting for some email at 8 a.m. Like that rarely happens. So it's, usually fine. And then I'll usually work until like um, three or four, take a break. Today I ate dinner at 4.30. Like what am I doing? And then I will start working again, usually at like five or six. This sounds crazy. And then I will work until I'm done, usually around like nine. I don't know how many hours that is. It's sometimes give or take less than that. I usually work between three and nine hours, depending on what I have to do that day. Some weeks are really busy, some weeks aren't. I just sort of let it go. Do whatever I can. If I don't have much client work, I'll work more on blogging. If I have more blogging work, I'll work less on client work. Well, client work usually comes first because they're paying me first. But that's basically my ebb and flow. Um, I like to take a lot of breaks. I like to um, have a pretty structured day in that way. But otherwise, I sort of just do do what I got to do. But I would say I do that five or six days a week. Um, I usually try to take at least one day off a week, like where I won't do anything. And then if I have, like, a vacation or something, I will adjust around that. Like, when I went to Portland, I was still working, but I only worked maybe two or three hours a day, whereas I usually would work much more. But that meant that I was working, like, 12-hour days to work up to that, which is fine. Like, every once in a while, I'm okay with it. Let's do what we got to do. And, yeah, so make a routine. Like, have a general time. You're going to wake up. It doesn't mean you have to wake up at 6 a.m. Like, don't be crazy. But, I don't know, maybe don't sleep till noon unless you work really well at night. Like, if that's for you, then... Good job. Just figure that out. Like, figure out the times that you're the most productive, and base your work days around that. Yeah, my next tip is also the biggest. Um, get out of the house. Like, literally, get out. Um, I love being at my house. Like, sometimes I'm worried that I have some kind of what I don't know, an anxiety disorder. Oh wow, I'm tired because I slept till ten. Um, I have an anxiety <laughs> disorder where like I don't want to leave the house. There's a name for that. I don't know what it's called. I'm not gonna figure it out and I'm always worried that maybe I have that because like I I don't like leaving the house but I do force myself several times um like I said I'll usually take one day off I try to leave we go do something even if it's just for a few hours yesterday I worked but I no I didn't I well I did a little bit but anyway I worked but I I got out of the house in the morning so that was good um even if I just leave for a few hours I try to go to the gym several times a week so even if that's just like 30 minutes of me standing on the treadmill pretending to work out at least I'm not in my room so that's good uh getting out of the house is really important even if you're not being social I think just getting in public walk around target like I don't know do something like that drive in your car go to Dunkin Donuts these are all things I do <laughs> but anyway yeah you got to get out of the house because when you have a real job you have somewhere to go every day And that sort of takes you out of, like, the bubble of your own home. But if you're just sitting in your own home all the time, it's really easy to get really isolated. That can go bad really quickly. I'm not saying you need to have, like, an extensive social circle. Like, I am no social butterfly. But have some kind of friend group. You can either just calling, texting. Um, I live with my boyfriend, so he's there all the time. But he works till pretty late. So... I'm mostly alone. That's okay with me, but I do get out of the house, even if I'm just getting out of the house alone. You don't want to go crazy. That's like the first way to lose your mind is just by <laughs> not ever leaving the house. And it's so easy to do when you don't have a job to go to every day. So just keep that in mind. Try to build like your routine around leaving the house. I have a dog, so she makes me go outside <laughs> a lot, and that's good. Yes. So my next tip is to take breaks. Um, Amanda Cross was on my blog. Uh, Two episodes ago, I believe, we were talking about freelancer tips, and she had some great advice, so please listen to that episode. Um, but we were talking about the, God, I'm going to say it wrong, the the the, God, Pomodoro technique? I'll just pretend I said that right. Anyway, it's where you work for 25 minutes on, and then you take a five-minute break. This works so well for me. Um, we also talked about Brain FM, which is a paid service, which plays, like, some weird ambient music, but it's a really good. Like, I listen to it several hours a day. But anyway, the 25 minutes on, five minutes off thing, it's a miracle. Like, they've done studies that prove the human mind can't focus for more than, like, 25 minutes at a time. That's the prime focus period. And after that, your mind starts to wander, which we all know because, like, I'm always on Instagram, like, constantly. And it's hard to, like, resist that temptation if you're just, like, well, if you just sit down with the intention of working nonstop for however many hours, you're going to be more tempted to look up Facebook, look at these little tiny distractions, to Google weird stuff. Like that's my my inclination at least. So it's working for 25 minutes. I use this app called Forest. It's on my phone. I think I paid $1 for it, but I think it was worth it because I use it every day. And basically it makes like you grow a tree and you can eventually unlock different trees it's so lame but anyway you grow a tree and at the end like for however many minutes you can set it for as long as you want I usually do 25 minutes which is like the auto one and then it doesn't let you use your phone if you use your phone for more than like a second your tree dies and it's so sad. So I don't want my tree to die. So I always use that. I set that. So I'm not tempted to look at my phone for 25 minutes. I usually sit down. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to write this article for 25 minutes. If I finish it in that amount of time, I'll start setting up the next one. If I don't finish it in that amount of time, that's okay. But I'm just going to sit here and write this for 25 minutes. And once that's done, I take a five minute break where I usually just stare at my phone. And then I usually do this 25 minutes on five minutes off for I don't know like three or four times and then I'll take a longer break for like 15 minutes or so with this technique like it sounds at first I was worried it was going to be too broken up and I was going to be like I don't like stopping every 25 minutes but I'm always ready to stop like I usually don't even notice that the time's fast but by the time the 25 minutes hits I'm like oh thank god and then those five minutes of like slacking off I guess Makes my mind so like refreshed, and then when I go back, I'm like, All right, like, no big deal, 25 minutes, it's nothing. And I don't have that temptation to look at my phone. If I get a text message, I'm never like, Wow, we gotta check it right this minute because I'm like, Oh, it's fine, I'll just wait like five more minutes, it'll be okay. And it's just life-changing. I say you try it. Like, even if you've never tried it, just try it. And maybe 25 minutes isn't right for you. Maybe you're better off with, like, 45 minutes, whatever. Sometimes I'll push it. Like, if after 25 minutes I'm, like, really in the zone, I'll keep going. But as soon as I'm done with that task, I take a break. Um, This really helps me with writing, which isn't even a task that you can really start-stop easily. So if it's good with writing, I assume it's good for just about everything. Definitely try it. Like, you never know. It's really easy. You don't have to use the Forest app. I just like it. You can just set a timer on your phone for 25 minutes. Whatever. 10 out of 10 would recommend. So try that. It makes me feel so much more motivated even when I'm just sitting alone in my room. So I really like that. Tip number four. Um, spread out your work. Basically just mix it up. As a blogger slash freelancer, you can imagine that I write a lot. Like, I know I write a lot. I get those Grammarly reports every week and it's like you've been writing... 60,000 words to 120,000. That's my my peak was 120,000 words, which is um bigger than the largest Harry Potter book. So think about that. But anyway, I I need to stop saying anyway. But anyway, um I like to spread out my work cuz if I'm just typing all day, one I get hand cramps and I think I'm developing carpal tunnel syndrome. So that's great. Um, but I like to do other things cause it's really monotonous and I don't, I hate that. Like, that's one of the things I didn't like about my full-time job. I should just rename this podcast to things I didn't like about my full-time job cause I had one full-time job and I'm out here dragging it and it's been like a year and I can't let it go. But anyway, uh, I'll try to bury that deep, I need some therapy, but anyway, oh my God, I'm so tired of saying anyway. I try to space out my work, so I do emails, I'll do um, like Facebook schedule, I don't schedule on Facebook, I hate Facebook, Pinterest scheduling, blogging, writing, um, pitching, I never, I don't do that very often, or just like random other tasks, I'll mix them up, and this is a really good way to like break up the day, because if I'm just sitting there like I gotta write eight articles today, which I did today. Sort of monotonous. Um, so I, I broke it up with this podcast. I'll break it up with um, editing this podcast. I broke it up with some tailwind scheduling. Like those little things help me just get out of the, oh, I have to sit here and write eight articles mindset. <laughs> So try to spread it out, like maybe in your work you don't really have that many different tasks, but I bet you do, like you definitely do. Freelancing in general, there are a lot of different parts of that like moving machine. Same with blogging, like it's very little of just writing posts, there's so much other stuff that goes into it. So try to find different tasks if you can and just like mix it up a little bit because it sucks when you're just sitting there doing the same thing for several hours on end with no break in sight and you need to take breaks every 25 minutes. So that's That's just reality oop there's there goes gravity, okay, reflect <laughs> my tip number one, two, three, four, five is to reflect like think about what you've done so far. think about how much you have to go. This isn't really like an everyday thing like you don't need to have reflection time every day unless you want to, but just like take time every month or so to think about how your month went, how your week went, how your life has gone um how much do you have to go like sometimes yeah, i feel really not motivated i'm like i had a really bad week i have this problem all the time if i like had a rut like sometimes clients just aren't assigning work and that's okay like i know business rises and falls that's how it is freelancing is an ebb and a flow like you're going to have weeks when you're slammed and you're going to have weeks when there's literally nothing to do and you're going to have a crisis you're going to be like i'm going to be homeless now i have no way to pay my bills or like i don't know how i'm going to eat this week okay i hope it's not that bad but you are going to have times when you're like, oh my gosh, this is really scary. Like, I don't have any work. Just just chill out. <laughs> reflect. I, I know this from experience. Just reflect. Um, realize that you've experienced things like this before. It's going to be fine. Like, this is the nature of the craft. It comes with the territory. It's going to be fine. Um, remember how far you've come. Maybe you had a time when you had no clients and now you do have clients. Or if you're blogging, maybe you had a time when you had no visitors or no sponsored posts or no advertisement money stuff like this. And now you do. So even if there's a little dip, it's going to be all right. Like if things move so fast online, you'll be back. It'll be okay. So just try to keep that into perspective. Just reflect regularly. Don't let yourself spiral into that negativity mindset, says the most negative girl in the world. Um, it'll be fine. Like very rarely have I stayed in these slums. I'm sure you'll come out of it as well. Or you might just need to, tip number six, smooth transition, be honest with yourself. Um, If something's not working, then stop doing it. You might need to redirect some energy. If you find that you're spending a lot of time blogging and it's not really paying off in like high paying sponsorships or high paying clients or something like that then that might not be the best way to meet your goals. Think about what your goals are if you want to land more clients, if you want to start your own graphic design business, if you want to launch an ebook, if whatever it is, if you want to reach a certain number of visitors. Think about better ways you can start doing that. Like maybe the, the crappy part about working online is that as soon as you learn something new, it's already changed. So it's very likely that what you're doing is no longer like the gold standard. It might no longer be the normal thing or not no, normal thing. What is that? It might not be working anymore. Like it's time to try something new. That's just part of this world and you have oh my god the little mermaid um you just have to accept that and start doing something else um just be honest like don't think that because it worked in the past it's going to keep working because it won't try something new start a podcast invite me on your podcast and then you'll you'll regret it um but anyway be honest with yourself i'm gonna just keep repeating that um just know when something's not working. I've had so many times. I've started working with clients and I've realized this was not a good fit. Um I'll either follow through until the project's over or I'll reevaluate um the deliverables. Um especially true of blogging. I've started so many projects that I thought were going to be amazing. Halfway through them, I realized I don't think this is a good fit for my goals or this is taking too much time and I I'm, I'm just not seeing like the the income from this. That's just it happens. It's okay. It's not like a big loss. Just think of it as, well, I learned something new. I can always set this aside. I can come back to it later. Like, that's been really hard for me. I know I've had so many on's and off's, like my ebook and my course, like whatever. I have a full finished course just sitting on the back burner. Um, just let it go. I, it's still there. Like, you can always come back to it. Maybe it's not a good fit today, but it will be later. Yeah, that's that's all you can do. So just don't beat yourself up about it. Just be honest. Let it go and you'll be like Elsa and Frozen. I don't know why this is the Disney episode, but it is. Number seven, um, set real goals. Like, this goes with the reflection and being honest with yourself, but it, you can't really stay motivated if you don't know where you're going. Like, like C.S. Lewis said. No, I'm, I don't know if C.S. Lewis said this. Someone said this. I'm pretty sure it's him. He said, if you don't know where you're going, anywhere will get you there. That's not the right quote, but it's close. And basically... He's right, but you don't know that where that's going to take you is where you want to go. So if you set some real goals, you'll know how to get there. Yeah, so I'm the worst at setting goals. I say that you shouldn't set money goals, but I set so many money goals. But this comes from the poor college student mentality where I've just been like, I need to hoard money so that I can keep eating. And now I can eat regularly, so I shouldn't be saying that anymore, but it's true, and it's hard to let go of, but set some real goals. So for me, that might be, I want to learn a new client this month, or I want to start this new blogging pod blah, project, things like that. Those are real goals something you can realistically achieve especially with the new year coming up think of some new year's resolutions um it's just easier to stay motivated if you can be like well i, I hate working on this novel right now but i really want to get my novel done by the end of the year says me two years ago um <laughs> true story written by me oh my god now i'm spiraling anyway Set those real goals. It's okay if you don't really get them. But like, just get closer. You'll feel better. I hope. Me. 40,000 words later and I'm still uh, I'm still not there. Next and last. I think we're at eight, but I could be wrong. No, we're not. At, yes, we are. Okay, good. So good at math. Okay, hold yourself accountable. So that's with these goals. Here's the issue when you work by yourself is there's no one standing over your shoulder being like, you got this many minutes until you reach your deadline. Like, There's no one doing that for you. Um, when you work with clients, usually you will have deadlines and it, that makes it sort of easier to hold yourself accountable, at least for me. Cause I, if I missed a deadline, which I have, I have before I'm like panic McGee over here. Like I can't do it. These deadlines will haunt me. Like I have a, a countdown timer in my head until it happens, but not everyone's like that. I understand. Um, maybe that's good. Um, you have stuff on the line. Even if you're just blogging, you have stuff on the... I don't know what stuff. But basically, there are consequences if you don't do things on time. Maybe that means you lose blog visitors or you lose a sponsorship or you no longer have a very strong hold on your audience or you fall behind the curve... Like, no one's going to force you to do anything. You're going to have to force yourself. If you don't think you can do that, then you maybe can't do this career, whether that means blogging or freelancing, because it is very self-motivated. Like, I know this is a whole episode on being motivated, but you need to motivate yourself. Tough love over here. You got to really just show up and do it, and there's no one who's going to do it for you, and if that's not for you, that's completely okay. Um, maybe you should just keep blogging as a hobby. Maybe it's less of a side hustle. Like, that's totally cool. I think that's, there's definitely a place for that. Um, just be realistic. And if that's for you, that's great. And if not, then you need to make some changes. Um, once again, be honest with yourself and reflect, um... Find things that make you want to show up every day. For me, that means writing. Writing every day is a dream. Even if I write about the randomest stuff, like, at least I get to write every day. Like, that's amazing. It's a miracle. It truly is. In your face, uh, <laughs> 11th grade teacher who criticized my essay, like, back at you. But anyway, yeah. So, hold yourself accountable. And that's it. Wow, this this was a, a train wreck. Like, truly Uh, Yes. So here we are. This is the second to last episode. Is it the last episode? Mm, I don't know how time works. No, it's not. It's the second to last episode of 2018. And I started this podcast in 2018. So that's pretty cool. I've officially been doing this for half a year, which is shocking. Like I thought I would have given up by now. I should have probably. Um, But it's been great. Um, People listen to this, which is horrifying and confusing at the same time um that's all I got and (laughs) I hope this was valuable if not I'm so sorry and I'm gonna go finish up my work so I can go watch the Christmas Prince on Netflix which is the real goal here and yeah so stay motivated don't lose your mind it's gonna be okay I'll talk to you next week goodbye